Oh fuck! We start. I press the button. Okay, well we're going. <laughs> okay, well we're going. We should. I I said that we should review the new um, Picard trailer yeah. at the beginning, at the top of the. Okay. Or do you want to put it at the at the at the end? Let's do it at the top because we've yeah, got a very short cold it. open. Okay. And we did just watch it. The Picard trailer. I don't think I have anything intelligent to say about it. I I just I'm gonna watch the hell out of it. <laughs> Looks good. I know it's controversial. What is? I don't think I'm gonna watch it. Fair enough. <laughs> Because of politics. What about politics? Because Amazon Prime. Oh. Yeah. I just moved my microphone so much to ruin every every single every single word is just garbled now. It's so Jeff Bezos doesn't hear. What? So, so sorry, so Jeff Bezos doesn't yeah. hear. <laughs> Jeff Bezos famous did, fan of the show. He did mispronounce his name the first time. I'm just like Bezos. <laughs> Bezos. Bezos. <laughs> Uh, I watch a lot of things on Amazon Prime. I'm I'm not. I do the trial and then I just like end the trial. That's I, how I watched Marvelous Miss Maisel season two. Oh yeah, we talked about this. Yeah. Wait, did you watch it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got too. I was too stressed by. I yeah. I loved it. I watched yeah. almost all of season one, but it got too stressful for me. Oh yeah, <laughs> season one was like. A shadow in comparison to season two. Oh, should I watch it? Yeah, season okay. two is actually a comedy. Season one, that's good. <laughs> you get to you get to like literally episode seven. The comedy ends. Episode eight is a drama. Yeah, that's what and you you're told like, me. I hate this. Like, I don't truly, watch drama. I didn't last. I didn't watch the last twenty minutes of of season one because it was like no, not for yeah, me. Too much. Maybe Bye. I should just start with season two. Yeah, season two. They go to Paris. There's also Fun. the kooky adventures. Cool. Like that sounds good. Everyone's yeah, talking try. at lightning, <laughs> lightning speed. Yeah, all I watch on Amazon Prime is old episodes of Unsolved Mystery, Unsolved Mysteries, and uh, The X Files. Oh, okay. But I haven't seen the most recent X Files series. <laughs> Should we actually talk about? Yeah, sorry. Oh okay. yeah. Um, Picard, he's in a field or whatever. He's sad or whatever. I don't know. A seven of nine shows up. That's the only reason yeah, we not, care about. Not enough this. seven of nine is my review. Truly, just like she's <laughs> I can like already there. tell she's not in it enough. <laughs> I don't like how her hair is down. Oh yeah, they always like to be like, oh, now her hair is down. No, her hair is. She's down. a woman. She's a lady now. Yeah, she's queen of the morgue. Yeah. Yeah, that's always disappointing. But uh, but I'm very excited that she's in it. That's exciting. I'm excited the the Borg is back. Yeah, yeah, always good. Like I've got to admit that I like because Voyager is the only Star Trek I'm watching at the moment. Yeah. I have really no memory of where things are in the universe. Oh, absolutely no idea. I gotta watch Discovery. I, I feel keep like saying they're that. like twins or whatever. Discovery is way before everything else. Oh, that's right. It is. And is it's it also before like, Enterprise? Uh, yeah, is it before Enterprise? It's before like the original series. It's like a hundred years before. I think Enterprise is else. before the original series. Is it? I thought it was. We don't know. I hate Enterprise. Don't oh, at me or do wait, at me. Is Enterprise the two thousand two one? Yeah. Okay, with that man. Am I? Is that what it's called? I feel like I'm losing my mind. Wait, is it called something else? Are you thinking of the Next Generation? No, no, no. I'm thinking of the the one from the early two thousands with yeah. the really like. It's called Enterprise. Oh, maybe isn't it? this is Christian Rock opening. Yes, <laughs> sure. I haven't even seen a single episode, it's but I can tell you, so bad from the poster that it looks trash. It's absolute garbage. That's it also... why that's not this podcast. It also what? It oh well no. You were doing like a wave motion. With yeah, your arm. I did I make like, a wave motion with my yeah. arm. Because, um, it's you uh, going to the beach. It has the lowest Bechdel score other than the original series. Because oh. Voyager, obviously, very high yeah. Bechdel score because, like, women it's get to talk to each other. <laughs> it's just ladies chat. But they're all better than the original series. Yeah. And then you get to Enterprise and it's just like, no. No. Sorry. That's because they tried to make it sexy, I guess. Oh, it's we so bad. We should watch a single episode. And just I've watched that. a few episodes of it, but not for 15 years or so. So that might be for the Patreon that we don't have. Yeah, <laughs> tune into the Patreon where we talk all about our thoughts and feelings towards, I don't know. Um, Jolene Blalock the, is in it. She's the only person I can remember who's in it. The book series? Was there a book series? Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I'll, that's. I'll read a book talk. for fifteen dollars a month. There is a Star Trek novelization written by Gene Roddenberry in which there is reference to Kirk and Spock having a romantic relationship. Iconic, <laughs> not canon, but written by Gene Roddenberry. Hey. He knew what was up. He it knew can what was be. Up. It can be canon. <laughs> anyway, we open. Um, 
Harry Kim is woken up by a sexy 80s lady. <laughs> She's such called an, Libby. She's such an 80s slash early 90s hot girl, isn't Just like, she? Like Allowed the, to have curly hair. Blown out perm. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was like, right on the edge. What's happening? It was right on the cusp of when women on TV were no longer allowed to have curly hair for a few years. Yeah. When it all changed. Uh, um, and he's in San Francisco. He says, Libby. And she says, yes. Yes. <laughs> Maybe laugh for some reason. And yeah, San Francisco. I'm singing Harpist and Hyperlocal Celebrity, San Francisco Hickman. <laughs> and I'm in your seat at the Guitarian Music Festival, Cat Deerfield. <laughs> this is Women Talking About Star Trek Such a short cold open. What a very short, <sighs> but a real like. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get into a plot summary, thoughts about Harry's apartment? Oh, I have thoughts about Harry's apartment for later in the episode. Oh, okay, all right, we'll leave that because they do an action that um, is truly abhorrent, um, and we will get to it. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm not sure I know episode. what you mean, but what, that, what were I your look thoughts to on the apartment? Um, I'm gonna wait to see what you're talking because I, I don't know what you mean by an action. I just I thought it was an interesting design. Uh, they put some thought into it, and I thought it looked like surprisingly um, Pinteresty. Yeah, <laughs> like it would. It, it was. It's interesting. We'll we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Harry Kim is in San Francisco, and he's saying all kinds of weird shit to his fiance, whose response is basically, "Oh, you stop being weird." <laughs> what a cool. <laughs> Even though he's like, "Where am I? What is this? This can't be happening." What date is it today? And she's just like, "Lol, get, get dressed. dressed. <laughs> you have a meeting at nine a.m." Oh, truly. Um, the eggs are getting cold. <laughs> Uh, I don't see any eggs, by the way. Spotted in the kitchen. No eggs. Maybe <laughs> what did I just she missed spot in the kitchen. Oh, uh, she fully didn't have a plate. There was like a serving tray <laughs> that she was just eating something from. Yeah, there was, and a... then like a tiered situation. Yeah, was that supposed? There's like a fruit bowl question mark, but it's got like a cage on top of it. Yeah, it's cage interesting. Fruit cage fruit bowl. Yeah, maybe to keep the <laughs> flies. The sure the flies that are the size of gorillas. Yeah, because it was very open mesh. Yes. Um. <laughs> oh my god! Your stomach just made the loudest noise. Uh, I'd be surprised if that wasn't on mic. To be honest, that was astonishing. That's like the first time I've ever heard it. Oh wow! Like, all these years of recording together. Yes, this yes. is the first time I've ever yeah, heard it. Yeah, on... that was very loud. It wasn't even that one's not a directional mic, so it won't like okay. it won't pick. It. You're fine. I okay. just made a big to do about <laughs> your it's, stomach going. The thing is, it, now that it's happened once, it's probably going to keep happening. So oh. I'm going to try to ignore it. We'll be like, ooh, a cat. <laughs> um, it's star date four nine zero one one. Uh, which is the present and Harry Harry Kim was piloting a shuttlecraft back to Voyager before he got oh, there oh yes um, and then he woke up in bed with his fiance who is someone we've never heard about I don't think Libby <laughs> and he's like I meant to be on Voyager and Libby's like how dare you yeah. disrespect the honor of your friend yeah oh Danny Bird <laughs> the space the space is calling <laughs> I have lots of these written in that's um, amazing. Because Danny Bird is Danny the man Bird. who replaced him on Voyager. Um, anyway, Kim is like, I gotta get to this meeting. So he trundles downstairs. Okay, they use star dates in this. Yes. Mm-hmm. The fly, the flyer that Harry Kim passes, the little like. Oh, I didn't notice. There this. is like a like a full like it, it truly like pans down from like a um, like a street banner that says Old Town Festival. 14th of August. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's so funny. Yeah, I was like, who? I only read the title and I thought, what does that even mean? <laughs> who is going to who is going to know what that means? Anyway, That's ironically, really funny. crazily enough, 
this episode comes out two days after the 14th of August. <gasps> what? I know. What uh, are the coincidences? Oh, which, uh, which is uh, coincidentally when you will be co-hosting the uh, Hand, Hand in Hand Festival. It will already Cardiff. be happening. Oh my goodness. And we don't I'll need be, to plug it. They have enough money. And I'll be recovering from dental surgery, which is happening <laughs> on the 14th of August. We have such glamorous lives. <laughs> don't we just? Gosh, when did it all go right? <laughs> Truly. Anyway. Um, so he, he gets uh, accosted by a friendly Italian stereotype. <laughs> Truly. Um, Are we allowed to do offensive Italian accents? Probably not. Probably not. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't sure. think so. Uh, but the, he's like, hey, it's got got your Vulcan Mocha Extra Sweet here, which, oh. A, what is that? B, ew. <laughs> C, I like that he's handing it into a to-go cup that's he a reusable does. container that's because the future point. is environmentally friendly. That's a good point. Yeah. But Harry doesn't pay for it and he leaves it there, which is weird. <laughs> Well, yeah, because it's space or yeah. whatever. They don't have money anymore. Oh, do they not? Wait, is this when they don't have money? I don't know. Every single Star Trek film that I've seen where they go back in time, they're like, we don't know what money, money is. What? I mean, that'd be the case if we went back in time pre-decimalization. I would be like, I don't know what this money is. What, before it was like shillings and yeah. corduroy? So it could and... just be that. Corduroy. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to pay for things with a zipper. <laughs> a button you just take a pair of old trousers Sorry, I don't know why that's because so... it could be British yeah. currency you just oh, don't know oh I mean know. I wouldn't know you just don't know like a like a gibbon <laughs> I've got a sack here it's got three parrots and some loose buttons in it I'll give you oh, that'll be six pints uh, two gibbons and a shilling <laughs> see Anyway, um, we found out Harry is engaged. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he's accosted by his friend or whatever. We don't know his yeah, name. Yeah, and, that's and, who, and he's like, "How long have I been coming here?" Jeremy or whatever. <laughs> Eight months, he says. Oh. And then he just like tells Harry lots of things about Harry's own life, and Suspicious. Harry just accepts that. <laughs> oh. Anyway, they go on the they go on like the the metro or something, which is called Trans Francisco. Trans Francisco. I sorry. What? No, I just I could I just not said read it was that. Fun. <laughs> I couldn't read it for ages. Oh. I had to pause it and stare at it because I convinced myself that, <laughs> that it's called France and Cisco. France and Cisco. I don't France know how I did that. It's anyway, it was a weird font. It was not an accessible font. It, no, it wasn't. That's a good point. Anyway, we get to see Earth life in this episode. And we that do. And what's really important. Um, so they get to the big meeting. Harry wants to be a lieutenant or whatever. Um, and there's like a, a fraction project or something. I just wrote Harry is having a stress dream. Yeah, Harry's <laughs> truly just having like a stress dream. You know, like, like I've had this dream. You know, like when they're like, we gotta figure out the thing that you 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 figured out. Come on. Yeah. I always think whenever there's a plot like this, I'm always like, an alien is trying to figure out something in their dreams. Yeah. Like truly, I'm like, oh. The big guy walks into the meeting and says he has a meeting at 11 a.m. Their meeting is oh, at yeah. 9 a.m. How long does he think this meeting about a single fraction is going to like possibly last? I did not make that connection. That's I really funny. I fully made that connection because I've been just literally in meetings for the last two weeks. Like my entire life now is just meetings I don't get paid to sit in. <laughs> Usually happening at my home. Um, I'm, just like, I'm just like, how long can this pretty much last? Like truly. <laughs> That's, yeah... Anyway, there's like a dilithium plasma problem or something. Harry is suspicious or whatever. And the the, the big man in charge is like, are you ill? And Harry's <laughs> like, I'm ill. I'm very ill. <laughs> I'm very ill. Which is such a vague term. Uh, yeah, it is. Like, it's also very, like, weirdly British. It is. It's not something that anyone would say in America in the, in the present day. But in 3000 and late, they, like, <laughs> truly are just, like... I'm ill. Yes. I am ill. I am very ill. Oh, look how I ill leave. I am. And like the, the big man walks out and he's like, well, it'll have to be in uh, three weeks uh, because I am going on a tour of the border or whatever. Yeah. Because I regularly go on three-week holidays. Like, <laughs> anyway, like truly, the guy is like really angry at Harry Kim, but they like waited six months to figure this all out. Like... Yeah. Three weeks it can wait. Yeah, I was like, like that's where not you that going? long. I mean, if you already solved it, what's the rush, you know? Yeah, sometimes I have if to you're wait already three weeks at, for me. Perfect. <laughs> 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 that noise. <laughs> 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 
anyway, back at the office, Harry has a windowless office. Oh yeah, he does. He has a win- which is the most unstarfleet thing that I think is. I have. It's insane. That's it's, a really good point. Like Sorry, I'm just reflecting on that now. Just, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because like the only other like windowless spaces that we see are like on Voyager are like the doctors like the medical yeah. bay, which you assume is like inside the ship so yeah. that everything is like centralized and the transporter room. Yeah. Everything else has windows and like view screens and things. That's really, really true. That's yeah, weird. Even their quarters. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do. Which doesn't actually make a lot of sense when you think about it. No. <laughs> well, I mean like people can get like like there's like a space needle that's like boom and then someone gets sucked out of a window yeah. in their own home. All the other things that don't have windows are the cargo bays, but they have to be external as well. Yeah. Or maybe they don't. And actually. engineering is internal as well. It is. Yeah. I guess maybe the cargo bays don't need to have external walls because they just have to be on a corridor. I, I'm assuming that they're all transport bays, but they're... Oh, boy. I'm going to stop they talking. They just have big doors. Cargo bays. Do they all have big doors that go directly outside? Or... Yeah, because when they get the Borg in, they flush them out with the by just oh, yeah. opening a cargo bay. I guess my my point is that Spoiler I'm just alert. now realizing that every single room on this ship is on the exterior walls, which doesn't make a huge amount of sense. But the scale of the ship doesn't make any sense. Oh, no, of course not. There's like <laughs> truly like 75 people or there's six. Yeah. And- at any given time. There's like 15 people just sitting around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like me and you and accounts receivable. <laughs> anyway, we're not on the ship, though. We are in a custom-built Starfleet <laughs> head- headquarters yeah. that doesn't have... Okay, like truly, truly... I feel like a starship, a Starfleet headquarters office, it's got to be like open plan, hasn't it? Like it's got to be like original theory open plan, which is like very, very spacious open plan. I've never heard that term before. Oh, okay. Uh, who is the man who designed like all those houses? The American architect. He did like the wa- running Frank water. Frank Lloyd Yeah, he designed open plan offices because he was like, oh. they, I watched a full YouTube documentary on this. It's probably wrong. Actually, no, it might have been Vox, so it might have been right. Oh, that's <laughs> exciting. Who <laughs> are my sources? Anyway, that's interesting. He designed open plan offices. I did um, not know that. I didn't know And did. his design was like really, really spacious. So there was right. like, like loads of space between like where your desk ends and your coworker begins. Yeah. Yeah. So that it was like, uh, like a lot of space between people. Whereas when they do open plan offices now, yeah. you're like right next to the person because yeah. people are stupid. Yeah. Um. And so like the ideal working space to have that sort of like community or whatever yeah. is a really spacious co-working. That space. would feel so different. Yeah. I used to work in a in an open plan office where um people with more senior and managerial jobs had their own offices which were completely glass walled and looked onto the open plan part of the office where yeah. we were all like three inches apart from yeah. each other it was very uncomfortable oh i can imagine <laughs> that was the job where i got in trouble for looking at my own uh calendar during work time <laughs> and i got told off for uh for using work time to look at pers- quote personal websites because oh, wow. i was checking my schedule for the week <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Anyway, Harry anyway. Kim has a windowless office. Yeah, that's weird. Sorry, that was so off topic. I'm. Our lives are off. This podcast <laughs> is off topic. If this wasn't called Women Talking About Star Trek Voyager, it would be called Hot Topic Off Topic. We just go into hot topics. Yes. And we just review all the clothes in there and then try and relate them to Star Trek. <laughs> oh my god. We're like this Nicki Minaj hoodie. <laughs> Thoughts? Oh, I miss Hot Topic. <laughs> they don't have it here. No, it's basically... They have, like, Blue Banana. Yeah, it's basically yeah. the same thing as Blue Banana. Yeah. Anyway, um... <laughs> yeah, truly a... But I understand why they have, like, walled-in offices, because the computers all fucking talk to people. Oh, yeah, that like, would be very annoying. Talk to the person, talk to the computer, and then the computer talks back yeah, to you. Yeah, I was like, thinking about that later in this episode, when he be... wakes up his crooks, his fiance. Awful. Yeah. Like, no headphones. There's clearly a lot of buttons on that keyboard. You want to just yeah, yeah. tippy tap tap, but no. Also, just it just makes me think of how bad Siri is at understanding me. I've just spent my oh. whole life in computer. No, that's not what I said. Computer, start over. No, start the process. Cancel the timer. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah. Anyway. Truly. I kept asking Siri to continue playing podcasts. (laughs) She would just bring up different movies that are playing in my neighborhood. (laughs) She was like, you want to go see Avengers Endgame? (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. She's done that to me before. Do you think she doesn't understand our accents because they're weird? (laughs) Mine's American. I tried the American one and it didn't understand me either. So I switched back to the British one. Mine sometimes understands me, sometimes doesn't. Yeah. Because I use it for dictate and sometimes it fully understands my accent without doing like a fake British accent. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're truly anyway, doing sorry. a sliding doors Harry Kim where he tries yeah. to figure out what happens. Anyway, um, so so he he got rejected from from Voyager and oh Danny Bird <laughs> was on the starship Voyager. <laughs> um, thank you. Danny Bird, who is apparently Harry's best friend, even though we've never heard of him. Never heard of him. Um, so he took his place on the um, Star Trap Voyager. The Starship Voyager. Um, anyway, back out on the street. Harry can't remember where he lives. And he asks his friendly <laughs> he asks his friendly neighborhood stereotype, the Italian yeah. neighbor who lives next door, where he lives. And he, he um, knows way too much detail about where he truly lives. Like, he's truly like, hey, everything's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, how would you feel if your local barista was like, hey, everything's going to be fine? I would be so uncomfortable and I would never go to that coffee shop again. I would be thrilled if he was cute. (laughs) (laughs) That's just me. I'm like, oh, I guess it's a nice thing to say. (laughs) Doing a little shimmy for those people. Is it going to be fine? Uh, I think it's already fine, Mr. Barista. And get a I don't discount. know what voice that was. It was not your voice. <laughs> That's it's it's me as a Wait, single what's, person. What's your impression of me? I'm oh God, I don't know. I've never done one. To know people's impressions of me, I, because I feel like I have a very haven't weird ever and done one. This. I think someone did an impression of me the other day that was like, ha. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a shoulder movement and a and, a, and an exhale. I don't, I've never done an impression of you. I really don't think I ever have. I don't think that I would. I do. I have the thing where I unconsciously do impressions of people when I'm re- relaying what they say, yeah. which is really dangerous, and I need to stop doing it. Because you keep doing those offensive accents. I don't think that I'm capable of doing an accent well enough that it could ever be. Yeah, offensive. you're not. Good. Your oh no, I did. Work. I did do an offensive Belgianish accent on this podcast, though, and I wasn't trying to do it, and I kept catching myself. Um, <laughs> No, but I, I think probably... No, it was generic Italian man, because it was, it was um, Paul Rudd Space Cop, or whatever it was. Party, party Monster <laughs> Paul Rudd. Yeah. No, he... Paul Blart That Space. actor is Belgian, it and I, I didn't just, know that, but I... Yeah, it was anyway. every man's act. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think that probably the way that you talk is too similar to the way that I talk for, my, ah. for me to do that unconsciously. Do you think people on the podcast can tell us apart? I don't know. I am singing harpist and hyperlocal celebrities. <laughs> no, I am. <laughs> There's just the Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other. Yeah. <laughs> I, it always takes me a really long time to tell people apart in podcasts unless they have like very different voices. Oh. So I, I bet if I was listening to our podcast, I would not be able to tell us apart at first. But. Yeah, but you're like the smart one and I'm like the sexy one. <laughs> Anyway, they but get. Are, to... we, I think probably your accent is enough more Englishy than mine. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, is your accent like English or is it Welsh now? Because I, I can't really tell. I don't know. Um, uh, tweet us and ask us what yeah. you think our accents are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what mine is anymore. I used to you. You used to just sound like RP, like kind of like Southern English to me, and now uh, I feel like all I can hear maybe is American. It's changed dramatically. I don't know. I don't oh. think I would know if it had to be honest. I am. I am. I, I am the equivalent of tone deaf for accents. Oh. I, I cannot hear them at all. Really, <laughs> just made a horrible noise. Anyway, oh. they're in the apartment, and now it's evening. I guess. Yeah. Bearing in mind, Harry Kim's full day started. at... 8 a.m. Yeah. He went to a meeting for nine. He gave up on the meeting. He went to his office, asked the computer three questions. Yeah. Went, went to home. a coffee shop. Like, it's got to be like 11 a.m. Yeah, truly. Libby is in a towel and they fuck. They definitely fuck. And they don't close the blinds. Oh, yeah, they don't. This is the thing. <laughs> 
There are full robe lines on that. There are. You can see them. You're right. And they don't close them for fucking. <laughs> which means Harry Kim is an exhibitionist. It, it's it's all I, that makes yeah. sense. He's hoping that Tom Paris can see him wherever he is. <laughs> Do you know, I, I think I must have subconsciously picked up on that because I didn't consciously think that but i, I wrote did it in all cap <laughs> i also, I also there's a picture of you in your notes <laughs> yeah 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 because um <laughs> we can get to that when we get to truly, it truly we're but... minutes away from okay. it so harry kim wakes up in the middle of the night goes to his clarinet which is on a diagonal <laughs> oh, yeah. stand which they don't make clarinets on diagonal what stands. is that you put them upright because otherwise the spit won't like drain oh. clarinets all instruments except for like ones that you play with your hands are disgusting. <laughs> they are just like full of spit. Ooh, that's Ugh. so gross. The most disgusting one is when like you're playing with a performer, like a brass or a woodwind performer, and they just spit on the floor, and you're like, "Oh, sir, my God. this is my home. Oh my God, <laughs> this is an IKEA carpet. Please don't do that." <laughs> that's very upsetting. I fun fact about me: I don't like spit. <laughs> no one likes it. Nobody does, but I, I except think in it... a sexy way. Don't yuck at people's yams. No, Don't no, yuck no. At people's no, yams. sorry. I was thinking about um, yucca fruit. Like when people spit on the sidewalk, it bothers me more than oh, I think it should. Truly, but... I'm just like this isn't the Edwardian era. There isn't a bucket here for you to spit Ugh, into. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. I just think I think that it bothers me more than uh, some bodily fluids that like I I'm not that bothered about blood. Like it doesn't freak me out too much. But spit like bleh. bleeding <laughs> in the street. I mean that would distress me because of you know safety <laughs> I once saw a woman piss in the street oh um have I told you this story no okay I was going to a screening at Chapter Art Center so that instantly dates this um to when I could afford to go to screenings at Chapter Art Center <laughs> uh, drag them <laughs> they were like nine pound tickets um, oh wow when I was when I was women's officer we did a screen we um it was like a, a film or whatever I can't remember what it was called something beginning with a W it was like the first film shot in Saudi Arabia starring a woman or something oh, I don't okay. know anyway I'm a trailblazer and that's what we need to know from yes. this anyway so it was like during the rugby or whatever it was Oof. truly 5pm and I go underneath Oof, the underpass yeah. between City Hall and Butte Park mm-hmm. and there's a woman not not bent over fully just like L-shaped like like head head torso <laughs> horizontal the rest of her completely vertical jeans on the floor she turns around makes eye contact with me and says sorry and then just pisses oh, <laughs> and I have to walk past this woman I don't understand the body position she was fully upright um okay like, that's a choice <laughs> she clearly like pissed a little bit on her jeans yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm just like, like, how would you not just? It was a forceful, mighty stream. Oh, because oh, I was so she not was trying to piss on the wall. Yes. Okay, I was just like, what? I was <laughs> okay. That makes sense. I was not a hundred percent sure of what she was doing until yeah. it started. Well, no, you wouldn't be. You wouldn't. Because you wouldn't it's understand also that. a very, very frequently used underpass. It is. Yeah, that is not an out of the way place. No, <laughs> and it's also not like. It's also not like a particularly private. No, like, no. She was on the corner next to the stairs. Oh my like, god! <laughs> she was, and the worst part is, I had to walk past her oh. because I was going around to Chapter Art Center. It was a nightmare. <laughs> anyway, um, that was a story about the things, time I saw a woman piss. Things get crazy uh, when the rugby happens things because it's just crazy. Like, suddenly, seven million people. <laughs> There's just suddenly lots and lots of people and they've oh, all been truly. drinking all day. <laughs> so they're going to pee in some Although, weird places, I guess. I went into town on Sunday and I was just like, I don't know what, I was literally going to Boots. Um, and I literally, there were so many people, literally, there were so many people, literally, 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 <laughs> literally. They were just like. Not figuratively. Not figuratively. Literally. Literally. <laughs> there were just like hundreds of people. And I was like, where are all these people coming from? Yeah, what was going on on Sunday? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Anyway, Tom Paris, no, Harry Kim gets to his computer um, and talks to his computer and asks it where Tom Paris is because... But before then, I just want to note that he's definitely more excited to see his clarinet than his fiance. Oh, truly. Well, that's because he knows his clarinet. I'm sure... <laughs> I'm sure he has a clarinet on Voyager, though, right? Yeah, doesn't he get one made? 
Have, are, are we there yet? Maybe we're not there yet. Uh, maybe we're not there yet. Okay, sorry. Spoiler. Uh, yeah, sorry. So he goes to the computer. The worst part about it is he's not that good at clarinet. No. Which is such a Which shit. is, like, like, that's canon, isn't it? He, yeah. He's, like, always kind of screeching with it. And yeah. people are like, Neh. He's, like, middle of the... Like, it's not like me and a harp. It's not like if I got, like, sent into space and then <laughs> didn't have a harp and then someone, like like, made me a harp, I would be like... Yes, let's rock this bitch. And people will be like, excellence. That is excellence. Wow. People should just go home because she's won. Um, whereas, like, his, his clarinet is, like, a fun hobby. Well, I suppose, like yeah. Like, mean woodwork. Yeah. <laughs> you say that, but that cabinet in my bathroom is still there, and it still works. I didn't know you made that. I made that out of pieces of wood I bought at the Home Depot. At the Home Depot? At, at B&Q. <laughs> I was going to say. The Home Depot. Did you fly of, them here? The Home Depot of UK. <laughs> B&Q. Um, uh, so I'm sorry that I laughed at, at, because I, I have actually a lot of confidence in your DIY skills. Thank you. I just, I, I was picturing like wood turning, like making yes, spoons or something. <laughs> I'm making like, I'm making like, like bowls. Yeah. I can't, I can't quite picture you doing that, but you know. You could. I could. You I can do can. anything. You can do anything you set your mind to. I am strong. I'm strong. <laughs> I am invincible. Anyway, Tom, Harry Kim has sex and instantly thinks of Tom Paris. And I <laughs> did this phase. Because <laughs> I was so proud of myself. It's just sort of like pruny with the eyebrows raised. Just yeah. like so proud of myself for that one. Anyway, Libby is worried about Harry Kim. <laughs> Because, of because he's just sitting in the corner talking to a computer about a, a starship that got lost in space a and year a man earlier. He does not know. Yeah. <laughs> like, truly. Anyway, he's like, I've got to go to Marseille. Did you? Yeah. Yes, I wrote this out truly. Like <laughs> She says, where are you going? He's like, Marseille. Marseille, France, he says. And yeah. she says, why? And he says, I've got to see Paris. <laughs> she I thought you were, said you were going to Marseille. <laughs> truly just like, I like the, the I've got to see Paris. Yeah. I love that. I love the whimsical ideology that Libby has in this scene because it's truly like, Oh, your fiance is having a mental break and he's got to go see Paris. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're like, of course, I will let him go to France. Yeah. Which apparently takes like an hour or something. Yeah. Truly just like, well, he could probably like teleport or whatever. Telebeam. They do show him. In, oh, yeah. We talked about this before. They show him in a little shuttlecraft. But maybe you have to take a shuttlecraft to the International Transport Bay or something. Maybe. Don't know. Maybe they just like warp around. Yeah. Actually, actually, I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say this. Yeah. Because everything is kind of like semi-automated anyway, and the computers yeah. are doing things. And if you're in a shuttlecraft, that can travel at like thousands of miles per hour. Because yeah. they do warp capability or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. So like truly, if you're flying as the crow flies from like San Francisco oh, to Paris. Yeah. And like it just gives you a direct route. Yeah. It could take like an hour. That's actually, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. What I'm saying is we need shuttlecrafts and we need them now, yeah. people. Yeah. I can't sit on another flight. <laughs> um, they get to use the bar set again from the holodeck. So that was a good money saver yeah. for this episode. Oh, what I was going to say is in the new Picard trailer, we have the little like teleport things behind someone in like the things where people oh, are yeah. walking into the transporter. Yeah. Things excited to see whatever that is oh yeah yeah no that's a good point actually because be it explains a lot yeah <laughs> they have a lot of explaining to do yeah that's fun yeah anyway they're in uh, Tom Paris's sex dungeon in real life and Harry and Tommy when Harry met Tommy yeah this is the beginning of a porn yeah like and I've seen it's it. ridiculous <laughs> Um, it is interesting, though, uh, the 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 plot here is interesting because uh, we learn that Tom Paris wasn't on Voyager because Harry wasn't there to mediate the interaction that he has with the Ferengi trader on DS9, which we see in the first episode of Voyager. Yeah. So that's fun. It truly is a sliding doors version. Yeah, of... yeah. I've never seen that. We've talked about this before on the podcast, I think, that I I've never I've seen, seen the first 30 minutes because <laughs> it was on ITV at some point Ooh. when I was... A child. Yeah, I was not allowed to see it when uh, my grandparents rented it from the library because oh. it was uh, too uh, adult. Yeah, because Gwen Palth or whatever. Gwyneth Paltrow is uh, uh, in it. Yes, yeah, she is. is. She? 
She is. I yes. don't think that's why it was considered too adult for me. I think there's sex <laughs> you, in it. You're going to watch it and be like, I must steam my vagina <laughs> jade egg. This is the moment. Oh, this is the moment. <laughs> anyway, Tom is such a sexy mess and I, he's all drunk. I knew you were going to love this. And Harry <laughs> tries to get him to come to headquarters and Tom is like, who put you up to this? <laughs> anyway, um, he's like, you're a loser and a drunk. Tom Paris is a loser and a drunk. So basically, a 98% match with what my perfect man looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a trash heap of a human being. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God, you have such faith in me. <laughs> No, you, you, you always talk about how you, you like men who have bad personalities. Trash. <laughs> I'm truly like, I'm, it's such a, it's such a I'm just level. not yucking your yum. <laughs> it's such a journey to find a man to have sex with. I'm just like, oh, I don't care what your personality is. We'll, we'll get to there eventually. <laughs> truly though, like the weight of my heart is just to ignore me completely. This is just like, <laughs> just out there. Like if you, if you never talk to me, I'll be like, who is man <laughs> yep 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 yeah easily done harry goes back to the apartment and there are I meant, star sorry, leaders just, what? I, meant, I meant uh falling for people who don't talk to you is easily done not that ignoring you is easily <laughs> done i'm very sorry that was not clear wow <laughs> Let's, let's move on. The sorry. mighty burns of Cat Deerfield. <laughs> I didn't mean that as a wow. burn. Wow. I already have a bad sunburn on my shoulder. Do now you? I have one. Yes. Oh my God. On Wednesday, I went out busking. It's literally oh like no. around. And then the worst part about it, there's a bra strap running no. through it. <laughs> I'm wearing a strapless gown for no. Hannah. <laughs> I'm wearing like a, like a full sleeveless situation. Oh no. So I'm just going to be like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> It's I think real. We'll get a shawl. It's real. Oh, a shawl. Okay. Yeah, a shawl. A shawl. You're just real. <laughs> just, uh, too real for too, school. Just such authenticity. Yeah. I. It doesn't matter how. Keep it at four twenty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> it doesn't matter how careful I am. I. I will end every summer with a tan line that makes no sense. <laughs> oh, truly. It's usually like a combination of tan lines from different outfits. So yeah. it's just like. Wait, where even is which of those is a strap and which of them is just a faded place? <laughs> the faded place. I actually can't tell if I have gotten a bit. Sorry, this is not podcastable. But yes, it is. I can't tell if I've been, if I've got a really mild sunburn here or if it's like a rash. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I can't think of when I would have got a sunburn in this pattern, but That's I did. Truly to go in your type five. <laughs> You know when you can't tell if it's like a sunburn or a rash? My uh, husband tells me. Maybe both. I mean, it could very well be both. Anyway. <laughs> My name is Kat Deerfield and I have eczema. I don't know if... I don't think I have eczema. Oh, good. I think I just... just Sam and I talk about my skin problems. We a do. Lot. Oh, oh! I wanted to ask your your opinion. Oh. Um, I have been using my retinol and yes. my um, vitamin C. What do you What do you think? Your skin looks amazing. Thank but you. But your skin always looks amazing. <laughs> I'm 26. I drink a lot of water. <laughs> yeah. But I have good genes. Yeah. <laughs> and I started sleeping face up because then apparently gravity will do the work for me. Okay. No, I watched a full YouTube video about, um, so it was a doctor discussing like getting rid of smile lines on patients. Yeah. And apparently there are arteries running the entire way up. So they like putting, putting fillers in like smile lines, like the, um, yeah. Like the, the, I'm trying to describe it for the podcast listener, <laughs> like the bit, the, the line, folds where the cheek yeah. meets the upper lip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, putting, that's like one of the most like dangerous procedures oh God, and I didn't the know one that. that can go wrong the most, Ugh. but it's also the most requested. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Cause everyone has those. Yeah. Like, cause they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're the join between two parts of your yeah, face. Yeah. They're truly like <laughs> the fold that happens. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the, mm. he was like. You can like easily exacerbate them by sleeping on your side, and oh, I was no, like, really? "Oh, that makes sense because I often sleep on my left side and just kind of smush my face into itself, yeah. which is why this one is so much dar- deeper than this one." So I'm now sleeping like head facing up, okay. like a corpse, but with my <laughs> arms like up, 
because um I can't sleep with my arms down. I gotta sleep with it uh, just above my head. Um, oh wow. Anyway, they're back in the apartment, and Starfleeters have come to get Harry. <laughs> Sorry, you've given me so much to think about. I <laughs> you're gonna be like I have must sleep in a straight jacket from now on. I fall asleep on my side and wake up on my back every single night. I don't I don't think I have any control over oh, how I sleep. I do that as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I, I I was like trying to force myself to sleep like upright and then I just realized that I do it anyway oh yeah like okay. I'll just if I if I just remember that I'm like going to sleep I'll just stretch out and then I'll be like there we go That's sometimes good. I wake up with one knee just raised oh wow like like truly I just like had a roommate in halls who slept like that and I, I always freaked me out because I would think she was awake and then she'd like snore and I'd be like oh, oh what is she doing this oh. is in America where you have to share a bedroom with a stranger. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway. And it costs a hundred times more. Yes. Yes. Um, Harry, what, I don't know why I answered that so matter-of-factly. Harry Kim doesn't have a choice but to go to headquarters, so they take him to a boardroom to be interrogated. I'm surprised you've glossed over the part where Harry Kim, like, throws Tom down on a pool table. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Nothing to say about that, is well, there? I had to pause it and take a little, <laughs> take a little break for myself. But um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so Harry goes home. Uh, no, they take him to a boardroom. Starfleet, Starfleet. No, he goes home first. There. Yeah, I know. We just covered that. Oh, I am plowing through this I'm episode sorry. as we talk about my skincare routine, our sleep patterns, what we do at night, what what our childhood was like, our tan lines, oh, everything. I've truly said about like because I'm having this gown made for hand in hand. I was yeah. truly like I truly like text Taylor Green twice to be like we need a high neckline because every year I get like a farmer tan oh. because like all of my necklines are high and I yeah. didn't want to like have to spray my entire body yeah. to try and like even out the thing just like a beauty blender yeah. the, like, in the hour break I have between all of the concerts at the Cornerstone <laughs> and then going on stage at the at St. David's Hall just like powdering <laughs> down my tits hoping for the best <laughs> and then I have to do my fucking face I'm just like oh great this is gonna it's gonna be a hell it's gonna be Truly a 15-hour day of work. Oh, my God. I know. I'm going to die. Oh, Sam. I'm going to die. Should have the next day off, at least. Sure. Or at least (laughs) I'm not turning up to the rest of the festival because they're not paying me. Oh, right. Okay. Um, I didn't realize it was on the day day after that. Yeah. I'm very confused. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, But all of the things that the public can go to are on the Saturday and the Sundays down the bay. Okay. Um... Anyway, anyway, they're truly like, are you Harry Kim or are you an alien masquerading as Harry oh, yeah. Kim? They, it's, I, uh, the, the number of options that they come up with, like, this is a universe in which nothing really makes any oh, sense. Oh, truly, they're just like, but they're this... all like, well, it can't be that. You've got to be an alien. And he, he's like, you could easily prove that I'm not an alien. Yeah. <laughs> Like, how would you prove that he is Harry Kim from another dimension? Uh, yeah, you couldn't probably. Unless... Well, I mean, it's like he has the Voyager codes. Yeah, I mean, they're like, it's a forged security code. It's like, or he's just telling the truth. Surely it's really hard to forge a Starfleet security yeah, code. Yeah, especially one belonging to, oh, Danny Bird, <laughs> he had the flight security codes, which he did use on that Voyager ship. <laughs> uh, sometimes I'm just wowed. Available by for own. weddings. Yeah, available for weddings, <laughs> funerals, events. I did Ave Maria at a at a funeral. Oh yeah, like, I remember you said. Yeah, it almost killed me. <laughs> it's so fucking high, and I had to play at the same time. And I was like, and it's so complicated. So every like third bar, there's like a pedal change. So just like they're dancing with my feet, trying to sing a top F that doesn't sound fucking terrible. Oh God. And then at the end, a woman came up and was like, that's the most beautiful Ave Maria I've ever heard. Well, there you go. I did a great job. There you go. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, he doesn't have proof uh, and they think he's a marquee spy. Yeah. Because he talked to Tom and that makes sense. It makes sense that they're like, why did you go and talk to Tom Paris? You don't know him. If you know him, you must be involved with the McKee. Yeah, he truly describes Tom Paris and his relationships as friends. They're like he's like he's like why did you go to Paris? Why did you go yeah, to Marseille to see an old friend? Yeah, it's just it's like that's like, not an explanation of what's actually happening. 
also they're not old friends no they're no. very new friends yeah true like us we are old friends. No, but like truly, we're doing this podcast, we know nothing about each other. That's true. We're it's slowly, been weird. we're slowly learning. Yeah, I wonder I like if I don't know anything about any of my friends. Learning at like arm's length. Yeah, I think this is the best way of. We're not. There's something in between that we don't have to. Like, yeah, physically <laughs> two yeah. microphones. I or sometimes one. Love it. Have not edited that episode. <laughs> Needs to go out this week. Okay. Oh, oh boy. Do you want me to edit it? No, I'm almost. I, I just have to do it. Okay. I, it will take me literally two minutes. Okay. But I'll be like, oh, I love putting. I love procrastinating. If yeah. I have like work that I need to do, because I don't have homework anymore. So if I have work I need yeah. to do, like getting a pad test done for my amp, which was somehow an impossible task for me i'm getting it done how on would Wednesday. you do it though where do you get oh, it done i'm weirdly enough going to Chlamai, the homeless charity oh, right, because okay. they do pat testing oh, okay. on single items oh that's interesting yeah because like you have to if you're a landlord you have to pat test everything every yeah, year yeah so they're like it's 60 pounds for under 20 items and i'm like i uh-huh. have one item it will take you two minutes to do and it will cost a grand total of one pound twenty so, yeah, I'm doing that tomorrow morning. Oh, okay. Well, and that's good to know. And it's going to be great. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Cardiff area knowledge for yeah. listeners. Yeah. If you need something bad tested, clam I. And you also get to support a great charity. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, Harry Kim gets a DUI. Um, and they fully oh, put yeah. like an anklet on him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I is was... the clunkiest clunk clunk of all the clunky things. Yeah. Well, I was wondering if ankle monitors were not really a thing yet because they really overexplained that in this episode. And I thought, oh, did people not know what these were in 1990? <laughs> Whenever that was. 94, 95. Were they not a thing? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't. I would have been very young at the time. I wouldn't have been born, born yet. You absolutely were born. I was two full years old. You probably were like just two. asking all of the questions about DUI bracelets. <laughs> yeah, that was my childhood. I think maybe people didn't know what they were yet, so they had to explain it in Wandering the Wandering around the back deserts of Tesco of Tesco of Texas. Tesco. Tesco. <laughs> Tesco and Texas. Sam Hickman, Tescan slash British. <laughs> Tescoan. Tescoan. Anyway, oh they, dear! Did they, I say Texan by accident, or did I say Tuscan? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Under the Tuscan sun, <laughs> under the Tescoan sun, under the Tucson sun. Okay, uh, <laughs> so Harry Kim has a dashing escape. Um, he does, and there is a, a costume that we will talk about in wigs, but that was for later in the episode. This wait, who's forty-five-minute episode? Oh, well, we're nearly done. Um, okay, they get onto the streets of San Francisco, um, and Harry Kim is like running around. Or whatever. Um, no, 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 no. This is this is before he gets a DUI bracelet. Yeah, and he's then he's wandering home. He, he meets the, fr- the his friendly guy. neighborhood Italian, who's um, a temporal alien. Yes, or something. Yeah, sure. Who knows? Doesn't matter. There, it's magic. it's obvious. It's very obvious that yeah. this guy is some kind it's of. It's like oh. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention that he was also in the cafe in Marseille. They, they saw the episode, okay. or they didn't, and they, it doesn't anyway, matter. Anyway, basically, the cafe guy is obviously an alien. And <laughs> it's very like, clear from the beginning. Stay here, you're doing great. Yeah, we don't know if you'll you know end up where you were. And Harry Kim is like, I've got to try. Okay. You're trapped in a parallel universe where you're trapped, lost in space. You suddenly find yourself back home and your life is fine. What do you do? I have no idea. It's an interesting discussion of the ethics of it, though, because Harry Kim is like, what about... Oh, Danny Bird. I can't. I started to sing and then I thought, no, don't do it. Oh, Danny Bird, what has his life done for him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Danny Bird uh, got the short end of the stick and, the, and Harry feels bad about that. When the short end of the stick. Slash. Uh, slash. Lol. That was funny, actually, because what I'm about to say is slash fan fiction. Oh, no. Uh, or he's just like, this this woman that I'm apparently engaged to, meh, I'm going to go back into the universe where Tom Paris and I get to hang out all the time. Yeah. Well, it's truly that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, he fully has sex with her with the blinds open. Yeah. And it's like, in their gigantic window. Like, yeah, truly impre- huge. And there's a skyscraper right opposite. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I think I did subconsciously pick up on that because I was... Oh, just hitting the microphone you can hit that one as well i uh, i was thinking about because i used to live across the street from those yeah exhibitionists iconic <laughs> and i just started thinking about that and i didn't i didn't put it together but that must have been why yeah anyway yeah i used to live across the street from exhibitionists it was weird <laughs> hey 
<laughs> I don't, I, you know, it's, I am going to, I'm, I'm not yucking their yum, but I do think that because that was imposed upon me, I can, I can complain about it a little bit. They were bad neighbors, <laughs> but, but perfectly fine to do whatever they want in their own house. Yeah. Yeah. But terrible neighbors. Actually, they were fine neighbors other than the fact that I was constantly like, oh my God. <laughs> And you were at the house when they were editing of they were editing a video of themselves having sex on a huge monitor facing the facing the window, weren't you there? I think I think I missed whatever it was. No, you didn't. I remember. Was it your Hanukkah party? I don't remember what it was, but it was it was a dinner party, and you were definitely there. Okay. Anyway, yeah, they they were that flat. I did too, even though it was awful. (laughs) It had like issues, but it was very kind of like. I liked it. I live in a city. Yeah, yeah. It went that Your shower in... was weird. Oh yeah. I mean the toilet was a nightmare. No, truly. So I I had I had friends who refused to pee at my house. Oh. <laughs> because it wasn't private enough, which is fair enough. I think in practice it was pretty private. It was behind two doors. Yeah. But it, it didn't lock and I can I can understand why you'd be anxious about that if you're if oh. you're a shy peer. I am outraged when I go to people's homes and their bathrooms don't have locks on them. Yeah. Like truly like who do you think you are? Yeah. A mother of seven. I don't like that. But um, but then there was nothing I could do about it. So we have to continue with this episode. Sorry. <laughs> We're just going to lightning round the end of this episode. Okay. So okay. we go back to the apartment. Um, uh, Libby is a woman wronged in one yes. fucking day. She's just like, how could you do this to me? They have a heart to heart. Um, Harry is leaving his girlfriend and stuff to go back to the future or whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, they do like a he like takes off his ankle monitor or whatever. The the um security come and like he like runs out the fire escape and she like fully like jumps on the windowsill, pulls down the thing, and goes sorry. <laughs> yeah, that really made me laugh. Oh my goodness. She just is a human shield saying sorry. Anyway, so <laughs> you're gonna get arrested. He's like sorry isn't gonna help. <laughs> he's like running down the fire escape. He runs onto the street. He gets tackled by one of the Starfleet security people who instantly points a phaser at him and shouts get up yeah <laughs> that was so weird anyway that Tom guy was like really uh, just like relishing having a line yeah he was like i'm gonna get sag for this yes. <laughs> he's like finally health insurance <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, anyway boy. tom paris punches the guy um yes uh, Starfleet thinks he's a spy uh, Tom Paris is so hot uh, They beam into Harry Kim's office To try and like figure out What went wrong or whatever Yeah they, uh, they I don't really get important. this But they, they get onto the shuttle They they manage to get out yes. To intersect the time stream which Harry's the... Kim off, Harry Kim's office Has no windows and a pot plant I didn't notice that It has a full pot plant It's the only piece of furniture Other than the desk And the other desk And there's just a pot plant In the middle No windows <laughs> oh, That plant's gotta be fake um, Well it is a TV show So True They just brought it in For the day Yeah Anyway uh, um, They got to space Really quickly They did and on... Even though Even with Starfleet And Hot Pursuit Yeah And they are Kind of like Going towards the The time stream Or whatever Um and they are truly just getting blasted out of the sky. Yeah, it's so intense. <laughs> like, but I really like how Star Trek has like they have like the transporter things so that it instantly solves a lot of problems with their storytelling. I really like that. Like there isn't like a oh, how do we get out of this? They don't have to explain anything like that they don't want to explain. They could be like, We just beamed out. <laughs> I really like that. Yeah. Because yeah. they're just fully like they don't have to worry about like getting into the office. Getting into like space yeah. that would be like a full other episode, whereas truly That's like a good point. like they can just be like, oh, we beamed in here, we saved a butt ton, yeah. we didn't have to hire a bunch of people to sneak past, you know? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they they are fully just like getting blasted, blasted, blasted up the rear, and um, then they intersect the time stream, and nothing happens. Oh well, no! They vent the plasma drive, so they do a space fart. Which oh yeah, I they do really do funny. a space fart. Um, Sorry. <laughs> so Harry Kim is like, "What was different? Oh, I was getting beamed out of out of Voyager." And Tom Paris is like, "I will die on this ship <laughs> for a better life." Like truly, just like they are gay lovers. They are, and it's so sad <laughs> that we didn't just get that. They are. Um, yeah, I have a note here where I've written, I hate you for making me like Tom Paris as a character. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely directed at you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so uh, they figure out that Harry has to beam off the ship. Yeah. Tom accepts that he's going to die. He's going to blow up. Uh, and then we see the shuttle blow up. The shuttle blows up. Yeah. And then... They're on, they're on Voyager. Kim. Kim. Come, come through, Kim. That's not Harry, what she says. Kim, anyway, Kim, it's just Janeway's blah, voice. Blah. And they're trying to beam him back or whatever, and then he's too far, and then Belana does a science, and then they beam him boom. Yeah. And that's the end. And then oh, Tom says... Yeah. <laughs> Did you write it down? Wait... Well, he's like, is Tom Paris there? And then they're like, yes. And he's like, no reason. <laughs> uh, but then it's when a, he's... When, a long story. When Harry's back on the bridge, Tom says to him, welcome back. Kind of a rough ride, huh? Uh, my asshole just puckered. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, <laughs> Harry Kim looks at Tom and says... I owe you one. And Tom just looks on confused. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. Let's do some segments. Seg- Wigs. Okay, these episodes just keep getting longer. This is a 55-minute episode. <laughs> anyway, wigs. What is your wigs? Uh, Tom's clothes are hilarious. Oh, they're so ill-fitting. <laughs> He's wearing a waterfall lapel patterned waistcoat iconic over a granddad collared mustard t-shirt with the longest short sleeves that have ever existed truly it's elbow length sleeves yeah they always granddad collar no one knows how to dress in the future waterfall waistcoat truly what (laughs) oh so this week i watched another life which is um a netflix series set in space it's essentially annihilation the natalie portman movie mixed with lost in space oh right but i like to call it jeans in space (laughs) Because it is set in a future where um, no one has to wear uniforms anymore. So everyone is in jeans. Interesting. Like truly just like, what are you doing? (laughs) Um, But like the funniest thing about it is, well, firstly, everyone is dressed like a hipster um, (laughs) in like in like 2000 and. 1900 or whatever um and the funniest bit about it is they do like a data see a data data cube scene where one of them is like i have this and remember in 30 rock where Haley cooper is like i didn't use a pen drive for this i used gadsorp and she holds up a little (laughs) cube (laughs) it's the exact same size and shape it's so funny anyway um that's really funny my only wigs is that libby is wearing a full head to toe red outfit yes so much so that like the shoes there is no seam between where the shoes end <laughs> where the tights begin all the way up to the dress and they're all the same color yeah it's a lot and we, we see that every now and then that. yeah and i'm truly like that would be the easiest way of dressing yeah where just everything is one color yeah 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 Ugh. it would what a dream do you think they're like long boots or do you think it's like a full boot tight situation probably long boots oh i've got some sock boots that i theoretically wear under things so that it's like oh am i wearing tights and boots or, no it's just boots but oh. then i never wear them because they have a heel on them interesting you're welcome for that next segment <laughs> stay out of the nebula. nebula what is the nebula in this episode uh, it's the time stream right i think it's tom paris and uh harry kin's love for each other and how <laughs> that will spend through all the dimensions. Oh, it does. Yes. Can I ask a quick question? Of course you can. Um, did the alien replace an actual cafe owner in this version of the universe? Who knows? What happened to that guy? <laughs> well, if Harry Kim didn't know who he was, then maybe. Can anyone else see him? I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Kim is just talking to himself. Yeah. That really, like, that was the last straw for maybe, Libby. Yeah, maybe that's the nebula. Oh, no, you're right. It's the love. Who knows? <laughs> They say in space no one can hear you scream The star bleeds one hell of a place But now we've come to the end of our show Did you survive or will you die in disgrace? Would you survive this? I would I would survive this episode because this is another episode where literally nothing, nothing happens. happens. We've got to have like a special designation for episodes of Voyager where nothing happens literally at all. <laughs> like there's not even like character development. In no, this. nothing there's, happened. There's nothing. Well, but... there's, there's relationship development. Between who? Tom and Harry. Yeah, but it's not real because that Tom's dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Not... Nothing happened. Yeah, because that's nothing not happened. prime prime universe Tom. Yeah. Wow. How would you rate this episode? 
you know what? I'm giving this episode four out of five time streams. Oh. I, uh, I kind of wanted to be a dick about this episode, but I liked it. It's thoroughly enjoyable. It was fun. It's, it's fun. The, the dynamic between Harry and Tom is interesting kind yeah. of development of that, even though, as you say, it doesn't actually happen. And they didn't kiss. <laughs> it makes sense. And it holds up logically, even if it's a little bit of a stretch. Yes. Uh, and it adds a fun dimension to the Voyager universe. Seeing yeah. what's happening on Earth in, a, in an alternate timeline is an interesting is an interesting kind of fleshing out of that universe. Yeah. What's your rating? Seven out of ten Gadsorp cubes. <laughs> um, a thing that no one at home will be like, haha! I I know those two references <laughs> that have nothing to do with this Star Trek episode. <laughs> um, wow. Well, this has been an episode of of this podcast. Yes. Um, anything you would like to end on? No. Oh, you can come see me in the Hand in oh, Hand yeah, Festival. It's happening this now. Weekend. It's happening tomorrow. If yeah. this comes out on Friday the 16th. Um, yes. You can come see me in St. David's Hall in the evening for the Garla concert. Yeah. Yeah. Search I'll be there. St. David's Hall. Were you? Yay. It, well, if, yeah, I should be there. Do you want me just to see if I can get you a free ticket? <laughs> oh, that's very kind. No, no, no. It's I'm fine, truly it's fine. like. I could probably just get like some tickets. I'm just like, <laughs> no one needs to pay. The the venue's already paid for. It's fine. <laughs> no, I, I will get I will get a ticket. Um, I yeah, I I'm looking girl. forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I've been singing harpist Sam Hickman. I've been Cat Deerfield, a person. And this has been women, women talking, talking about, about Star, Star Trek, Trek Voyager. Voyager. Bye bye.